Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hello, 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 good morning, good afternoon and good night. And the reason why we say good morning, good afternoon and good night is because we are lucky enough to be in about oh, over 20 countries now. And they're from Radio Italia Uno here in Adelaide. We go to Happy Business Radio right across Facebook and podcast. And thanks to Podcast City here in Adelaide, Ron helps us out to podcast this so people can hear it over and over again in their time zone. Uh, at their convenience so it's really good so thank you for doing that for us Ron anytime um, Peter yeah now today we have a real special guest but before I introduce my special guest I just wanted to say thank you again to the people who have been sending me emails I got some uh, very good messages the other day and funny enough I think I mentioned it briefly we had somebody on and we talked about uh, harassment at work and we talked about harassment at home we talked about domestic violence and it's quite interesting how some people, one word you say can throw them off in a tangent. And uh, we talked about bullying at work or harassment at work and somebody mentioned the word and all of a sudden somebody gets triggered, you know, it's a trigger word for them. Everybody else says, well, it wasn't so funny or it wasn't so, you know, whatever. And yet somebody doesn't like somebody telling a joke or the way they tell the joke or the punchline of the joke is usually rude or crude and somebody gets really offended. So you've still got to be aware that it's not what you think, it's what other people around you think. And, and I always, always say this, people never remember what you did so much. They don't remember what you said, but they always, always remember the way you make them feel. So just remember that because people will always remember the way you make them feel. So the idea is to try and make f people feel better. And if you're going to tell a joke, you're going to do a, a bit of a prank on somebody, don't make it so somebody gets hurt. I mean, that's just ridiculous, I think. So, you know, practical jokes are all a lot of fun if they can be in fun. But when people get hurt, that's ridiculous. So that's a, a point that was raised with me as well. So thanks to the guys that answered those different uh, emails and the messages. So if anybody's got anything to say about any of the podcasts, please get in touch with us and uh, we'll get back to you as soon as we possibly can. Today, my special guest is Takashi. Takashi is a Japanese-Australian or an Australian-Japanese. <laughs> and uh, welcome to the program, Takashi. Thank you. Yeah. Now, you are a co uh, sorry, an acupuncturist and you've been an yeah. acupuncturist for over 30 years and you you've had a yeah. you've had a clinic down there at Glenelg, which is one of Adelaide's uh, prime tourist locations, a beautiful little shopping center there on Jetty Road, the whole road is a shopping center and right on the beach. So, tell us a little bit about your business and how why have you kept it going this long, you know, because a lot of businesses what, what, oh, yeah. You know, how have you kept it going? What are you doing to keep it going? So it's kind of um, basically, you know, to, to help people, you know. Um, of course, it's after COVID, it's a lot different. Yeah. I'm, I'm semi-retired, so I'm only operating twice a week now. Right. What kept me going is the, the more passion to heal people, help people for the relief from the pain, emotional disturbances, whatever. Mm -hmm. the, um, the chronic chronic cases mostly that um, Western medicine hard to cover. 
right? Because this is mm-hmm. this is important. A lot of people don't realize. Um, you know, there are people who are avid believers in acupuncture and all the different pressure points in the body, and others have no idea about them. You know, so um, yeah. I know that you've helped a lot of people with pain management or reducing yeah. pain, and you also help people with stress and anxiety. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. stress and anxiety. The uh, lots of them nowadays. Yep. Uh, in my building, if you psychologists pumping a business mm-hmm. because of that, then I do deal with it too. So almost yeah. always people having anxiety attacks and. You know, they've been all those depressions and all that. Well, obviously, because working from home, the people that don't have jobs, and on uh, Jetty Road, of course, a lot of the shops are suffering because of the tourism, lack of tourism, and also the the lack of people shopping in that precinct. That must make it very hard for everybody. That's right. Yeah. So, with your with your business, do you find that because of the COVID, you're dealing more with anxiety and and certain types of things more than the pain type of issue or has it changed a lot for you yeah of course it's more emotional things and sometimes i bumped into my patients and bitty road and yeah <laughs> can you help me <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's yeah. that's the thing I, I suppose that the acupressure points and that uh, they're important like with circulation and and um, all that sort of thing with blood flow and all that isn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, blood flow. That is the, therefore that we call it chi flow, which is energy flows the blood. And, yep. Okay. And all Chinese philosophy. If there's stagnation, there's a pain. This all disease. Yep. So. So yeah. let me ask you this then: What um, for people out there who are listening who have never been to a, an acupuncturist? What are some of the reasons why they should come to a uh, acupuncturist? Well, mostly the pain. So, you, you know, the, the panel door forward doesn't work and they can't get comfortable, you know, those mm-hmm. things. Yep. I do lots of diabetes management. Right. Uh, a lot of people are having that because lack of it, uh, exercise, you know, staying home and mm-hmm. all that. Um, so people who have diabetes or should come to you and, and talk to you about uh, the, the treatment yeah, for that? Yeah. We do treatments and dietary, you know, advice and all, all that. I noticed that you do a lot of natural medicines as well. Like you said, you know, you give advice on, on other areas, not just the, cor- the, the acupuncturist part of it. Right. Yeah, do do the computerized scan of the homeopathic remedy. So mm-hmm. that, that helps as well. Okay. So what sort of people would want to do one of those scans? Something doesn't cover with needles, right? Like like skin problems, good to do with you know associated with the allergies, digestive, hormonal. That all helps too. Okay, so you can you help for those areas as well, not just the acupuncture side of things. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now let me let me just talk to you a little bit about the business side of things. You know, to keep a business going for, you know, 30-odd years and in the same location there for uh, 24 years, that that's a long time. You know, a lot of businesses don't ask anywhere near there. So what do you think you're doing right? What do you think is the main reason? Because we've got a, we've got a lot of people who are starting businesses out for the first time and they want some advice on how to keep their businesses going, how to keep growing their business, you know. 
and you you've managed to do this so far. So that's why I've asked you from a business point of view. <laughs> well, it's, it's a lot to do with communication. Right. Because well, I'm doing one one man business for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I don't, you know, train the staff and all that. I'm just do myself. So yeah. mainly the character of myself, I smile a lot, greet, hello, <laughs> they come, the greeting, yep. hello, and they're always polite. Yep. You come down this way, please. Sit down, please. And, uh, and please, please and thank you for the in one phrase, yeah. everyone. That's very interesting, you know, because the other day I had to go and see a specialist. And I know that people have to wear masks and all this sort of stuff. But he was so impersonal, you know, so impersonal. The, the bedside manner, as I would say, was like... Uh, non-existent the bedside yeah. manner was non-existent the questions he asked were so direct and even i couldn't answer some of them you know and he was mm -hmm. asking questions i said i don't know you're the doctor <laughs> you know you tell me and he said oh yes i've seen this report and i've done this or that. but he could have been talking to anybody you know i was on the other side of the desk and i could have yeah. been i could have been outside and he the way he was talking was like he wasn't talking to me at all. He wasn't even talking at me. He was talking to somebody else, you know, and he was looking yeah. at the screen. He was looking at the screen the whole time and instead of looking at me okay. or referring to me as a person. He yes. just he just referred to, to the notes, you know, and he was just like as if he was dictating notes over the his dictaphone yeah. or something, you know. So that... <laughs> It works, works different with the nursing because they have receptionists and they look after the, the payment and next appointments and all those things. Mm -hmm. I do everything myself. So right. looking at their eyes is important. Yep. You can tell them how long it will take, how many visits do you need to. Of course, I do regular patients for 12 years, 20 years. Yeah. They're still coming, you know, that you know, once a month for maintenance is most yeah. important. Yes. It's just it's just promoting quality of life. Yep. That's what the acupuncture do, not the one-time miracle cure. Right. Whatever comes, you know, people come for something and you know, they fix that and then have another problem and then come for that and fix it and go away yep. and you know and come back for once a month um, maintenance. Yep. Keep them healthy and this sort of thing. Okay, so what you're doing, you're you're actually encouraging your repeat business as well, isn't it? So oh, that that's the main thing you have to have yeah. um, that in your mind. Yes. You one off and you know go adios, baby, and that's it. That's yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's you know that's that, the end of your adios business, you know. Yeah. Well, look, what we'll do, we'll, we um we're just gonna we're about to take a break. But I want to come back and talk to you about that adios business because, <laughs> you know, like seriously, what happens is a lot of businesses don't realize that the simple courtesies is what it's really all about. You know, yeah, it. it's, yeah. it's, the, it's the doctor's bedside manner which makes the patient recover faster. They've done lots of tests on animals and with humans, you know, but with, with animals in particular, they've cut – the back of a pig, you know, mm. and with a with a scalpel, and then put them in a, in an area and agitated them regularly, and put them in you know cold bad conditions, and then they've done exactly the same cut, exactly the same depth on another pig, and put them in a nice pan, air conditioned pan, and 
fed them well, looked after them and, and let them rest all day, that mm. they, they heal a lot faster and they, there's hardly any scarring. Where the other, per, the other poor pig was, un, uh, you know, the scar was there, took a lot longer to heal and a big scar and it never recovered properly, you know. And they've done the same thing with humans. And we've, we've got examples of, of young babies. Instead of putting them in a human crib, they give them to somebody to hold for them. And there was some research mm. done in Russia not long ago. And, and way back in the 19th century, they did some, beginning of the 19th century, they did some research there in one of the hospitals. And even recently, one of the Western doctors was going through a hospital in Russia. And uh, he said, wow, what are all these old ladies doing in the corridor? Uh, uh, you know, and then he said, are they here because to keep themselves warm? And or are they the grandmothers of the children? He said, no, 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 they're the people from the village and from the town who come here and hold the babies. And I said, well, what do you mean to hold the babies? And he said, well, the babies that need to be in a human crib or need that care, the mother can't look after them so well or the mother might be sick. So what they do, they, these little old ladies come in and they hug the babies and hold them close to them and they sit on a chair and let the babies sit and sleep in their arms. And the doctor said that they every baby recovers a lot faster than what they ever used to, you know, and mm. simply because of that nurturing that they call them papuchas, the old grandmas come in to hold the babies, you know. So that's, that was, you know, quite eye-opening to the American studies and the European studies. But look, we're taking a break. We've got some commercial breaks to say thank you to all our guests. We'll come straight back. So Takashi, just hang on and we'll come straight back to you. Radio Italia Uno is inviting you to our very special once a year gala night on Saturday evening the 28th of August at the Marquee Club in Paradise. Tickets are $70, which includes a magnificent four-course meal, entertainment by Mumbo Italiano, and a spectacular floor show. Radio Italia Uno prides itself on inclusivity, warmth, friendship, and community. And what better way to celebrate than to attend this annual event? Simply call the station to book at 8212-3177. Radio Italia Uno's Gala Night, August the 28th. The surprises never end. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you will receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals. My role as a funeral director is to guide you through the emotional process of saying goodbye to someone you love. I'm here to help you make all the necessary arrangements so that you and your family may have peace of mind and time to remember and celebrate the life of the person you've lost. When the time comes, I'm here for you, so please call me, Anna Faruja, at Chapel Funerals on 81825100.
Hi, this is David Heath and I'm excited to be bringing my program Soundtrack of Your Life to Radio Italia Uno. Join me Friday nights at 7 for interesting guests, some great music and plenty of fun. It's the best way to kick off the weekend. Soundtrack of Your Life, Friday nights from 7 until 9 on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia 1 sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 Happy business with Peter Salerno. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you so much to all our sponsors. Radio Italia Uno at the moment are offering some fantastic advertising specials. So if you have a product or a service that you want to advertise, you know, like I say, please come and see us because between now and Christmas, we're giving away advertising. I tell you, we, we just want to help people to come out of COVID as fast as possible and get, you know, back on business and make it better than ever. Now, of course, our special guest today is Takashi. So thank you for being with us, Takashi. He's an acupuncturist. He's had a business in Glenelg for over 20 years. And Matt is also on the line. So thanks, Matt. Now, Matt, you, you had some questions of Takashi when he was talking before. Well, I just wanted to really hammer home a point that he made before that I thought was really important for not just the medical industry, but all industries. I was pre-med, and I decided not to continue with that, even though I had the grades, because, well, there's a couple reasons. One is I didn't want to go to school that long and still not have all the answers. And the second reason was a lot of the guys there really didn't have the people skills. Most of the people, a lot of the people in that industry are in it because they like to solve puzzles, yep. not necessarily because they like to help people. Yeah. And, and, and in a general sense, you know, my sister-in-law is a massage therapist. And I tell you, one of the things, she was in sales for years before that. Mm-hmm. And she's probably their best worker by far because She's the one that she says she engages the customers. She she doesn't say when would you like to come in next. She says okay. So you wanted to do your next appointment this time or this time? Yeah. Whereas the normal massage therapist will say just call us when you want to set up another time. Yes. So she will use the proper people skills and sales techniques to continue the ongoing relationship and get a lot of repeat business. She gets lots of referrals and lots and lots of people that want to see her and only her, not necessarily because she's the greatest massage therapist, but because she makes she has feel to good. rapport with people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's that's a, so, Takashi, that's what so you if, said as well. So if Takashi could expand on, the, on how yeah, he does that business, that would be great to help all kinds of businesses, be it a restaurant or a, anything. Yeah, well, Takashi, you know, you were saying before about your the Tada business. You know, I think that's what you called it, wasn't it? That it. Sorry, you you mentioned that people that just go Tada and go away. <laughs> yeah. What did what did you call it when you said that before? You, you mentioned you mentioned the the people that come and then don't come back. You know. Um, adios, 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 ad
things that you make sure that you mentioned oh, to help retain clients yeah. and then also build rapport with new clients to get referrals? We're trying to uh, establish the difference between uh, people who get repeat business and also how you have been managing to get repeat business for 24 years and also mm. grow your business, you know, keep it going for 24 years. So what do you attribute that to? You know, what's your, you know, who's been mm. your mentors? Who, who have you learned from? Me? Yeah. Learn from a lot of different people. I have a colleague in Gold Coast. He used to be here. Yep. He used to be a real estate business. He's an acupuncturist. He sees like 100 patients a week. Wow. It's phenomenal. I've, years ago, I've, he said, he'll come over to Kashi and I'll show you how. Then the Gold Coast I went to for a week and observe what he does, how he operates. And yeah. he's just a spot on. Yeah. Talking issues too, just to tell them and, and eye to eye, this is what you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, frequency, that's how much you cost. You know, clear about that. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's that, good. So that, mm-hmm. I, that's how I learned. That, you know, this is important because there, we have a lot of people in businesses and, they, and I keep saying that there's really not much difference between one business and another business. It's all yeah. business, yeah. you know. Yeah. People think, oh, but my business is different or my business is different. And surprisingly enough, I was talking to a person the other day who's a florist and they said, oh, yeah, but our business is not like all the other businesses. <laughs> and, you know, mm-hmm. I, and I, I, I even mentioned it on the, one of the podcasts. I said that when people talk about network marketing, the network marketing business, it's not about the product. I used to think mm-hmm. it was a product. They're selling this product, this, you know, this cream or they're selling this uh, nail polish or they're selling this toothpaste or they're selling this Amway gear or whatever. It's never ever about the product it's the marketing plan that they have and when you look at the marketing plan of any business the the formula is always the same so if you have a business that's not working very well you need to rearrange and tweak the formula because the the, the end results the same and, and on television just last night night before i saw a couple of the top restaurants that were on uh, celebrity chefs and all that sort of stuff mm. and and some of these celebrity chefs he you know he did the the catering for the crown prince of denmark and you know from australia here and and he was mm. um organized it and now he's got 200 staff that he's had to put on hold because of the COVID. so he's had to rearrange mm. he's lost 95 percent of his business but he's he said to keep it going, he's started baking pies. He started making apple pies, fruit pies, meat pies, all different sorts of vegetable pies and, and stuff like that in his oven, in his kitchen. And he said that he's got this uh, restaurant underneath the big hotel, but the hotel's empty because of there's no tourists. So there's nobody in the hotel. So he's got no tourists coming to his restaurant. The locals can't come because they're all in lockdown. So his business is literally shut down. But to keep his business going, he's reinvented himself. But the thing is, what he's done is gone back to the original plans of what a business is and how to restart a business. And he has now restarted. And he's one of the top celebrity chefs in Australia. And he's delivering the food himself because he's got so few staff that he, he can afford to keep. So... You know, that's what I'm talking about. That That is guts and determination. That's people uh, reinventing themselves during this COVID breakdown. And now we've just heard that 
Adelaide is out of COVID. We've got um, restrictions, but not as many. We're, we're, we're not in lockdown. Melbourne's still in lockdown, or part of Melbourne, and the, the inner part of Sydney is going to be locked down for another month. That's terrible. You know, like people have to reinvent themselves. People have to do their business and look at it. So, you know, for you, Takashi, I, I admire, mm-hmm. I really admire the fact, you know, and you know, we, we've been friends for a long time, but I, I, I admire the fact that you have managed to say, I'm semi-retiring, I'm working instead of, you know, four or five days a week, I'm only going to work two days a week. You see just as many clients in the two days that you would have in the five anyway. Yeah. And, and more importantly... <laughs> You know they keep coming back. <laughs> you know, and I, I remember watching a movie once where this teacher was teaching a lecture on uh, maths, and the student were just talking amongst themselves, and the, he had his back to the to the crowd, and he's writing all this maths on the board, you know. And this other teacher came past and looked at the class and said, "Oh my god!" And he and she said, "You should come and see my class." And when he went to see her class, she's there animated, demonstrating everything to the audience and talking to the audience. And there was people all around the room, chock-a-block full. And his question to her was, how do you get them to stay? How do you you get them to pay attention? He said, well, I talk to them. He said, well, so do I. I said, no, you don't. You've always got your back to the audience because you're writing on the board and you're just blabbing, blabbing, blabbing. He said, you've got to relate it to them. So when that happened immediately, his class started to get more interested in maths and more interested in the whole thing about it. And you mentioned that, Takashi, where you said that you have, uh, you talk to your patients, you, you know. Yeah. So, so for the for the little tip of um, think uh, uh, the, the restaurant owners and things, mm-hmm. they go to certain places. They 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 make sure you you you're doing good and how do you how you know how do you like it? And they come in and ask me put the vegetables after you order, so it's very very fresh. Mm-hmm. You can see it very fresh, and that really does a job. Yeah, and. Uh, like a sushi train in Anzac Highway. Yeah, I know the owner. I didn't talk to him as well. But um, the greetings, the main things. There's mm. there's actually greeting well, appointed guy, and 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 he just talked to you nicely with this big smile and 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 you know, um, all those things. Yeah, that's so true. Because I I was talking to somebody the other day about going to this particular restaurant that I haven't actually been to. I've heard about it, and I said I'd, I'd like to go to that. And, and this guy said, oh, no, last time we went there, the waitresses were so bad, though, this or that. And I thought, <laughs> what was the food like? Oh, the food was really nice. I said, well, that's what I'm going to go for. And unfortunately, one waiter can make the restaurant the fantastic yeah. restaurant or can make it a, a, a bad experience, you know, simply yeah. because of the way they were acting. And unfortunately, the restaurant gets the reputation because they, they had one bad waiter there. And I can I can mention quite a few, even down at Glenelg, there's – quite a few restaurants there at Norwood or the city or anywhere. And I've been to a couple of these restaurants and I'd go back because the waiter's always nice and happy and bright or, Mm. you know, and come over and say hello and without being in your face, but they greet you Mm. well, they sit you down well, they come past regularly. I went to a restaurant in the city the other day with a friend of mine said, oh, I always go to this restaurant. You've got to come here. And I said, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll come there. And we sat down. First, we walked in and they took no notice of us. We had mm. to, literally, we had to call somebody to seat us, you know, and when we got set, seated, it was like 15 minutes before somebody came past to say, 
here's the menu or here's an order or do you want to place an order? We were just waiting and waiting and waiting. And, you know, I, I, I thought that's really bad service, but who do you tell? Because if you complain to the owner, they say, not my problem. <laughs> the worst part, Peter, also is when you want to pay for the bill. They, yeah. they don't want your money. <laughs> they, you know, you've got this money yeah. waving in the air and they don't want it. No, no. The, 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 the thing is, I went to a restaurant the other day and I actually said to the person, sorry, we've only got an hour. So I had to have an, I had another appointment uh, in the city. And um, I, so I thought, okay, I'll meet my friends. We'll have, have lunch. And then after lunch, we'll, I'll go straight to this, my appointment. And I said to the people, look, we've only got an hour. Said, oh, yeah, no worries, no worries. And the, and the waiter that, that brought us in and sat us down was fantastic, was fantastic. Like, yes, hello, good morning, good afternoon. Come in, you know, you, how many are there? Then sat us down and was very polite and said, oh, would you like some water? Quickly brought some water and, and immediately brought us a menu for drinks, you know, and food. And we waited and waited and waited. I think she'd passed us over to somebody else, but somebody else forgot that we were there. No. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> hang on. Uh, I, I couldn't get the other lady's attention because she was by the front door bringing people in. And eventually one of my mates said, look, I'll go and tell her. And she said, oh, I'm so sorry, you know. like you know. And, and she had to come over to apologise. The other guy that was supposed to be our waiter, he looked at us and said, well, you know, why are you telling me off? It's not my fault. And I'm saying, I'm not telling anybody off. I'm just saying, you know, like the attitude was really bad. Yeah. You know, his attitude yeah. was really bad. And I thought, I don't need to come back to this restaurant. That's why people don't come back to the restaurant, because of the one person, not because of the food or not because of whatever. And people will go to restaurants because of the, the owner always greets them or I know the owner there. You know? So, you know, food's very important, but also you'll get people when a waiter leaves, especially one that's a, a wine connoisseur, yeah. and they'll follow that waiter. Yes. And they'll go to their, their, their restaurant they're at now just because they give the best service. I mean, yeah. food does come into it, but service sometimes can be the breaker of, a, of an establishment. Yeah, well, Takashi, like in your business, obviously yep. you've been in business for a long time and in the same place for over 24 years. Uh, service must be number one on your priority, must surely. Yeah, smiles. Yeah. So how do you think that, you know, what is it that you do different? That, that brings people in continuously. Um, yeah. Positive affirmations, yep. daily positive affirmations. Right. When I'm, when I'm walking to the clinic, I talk to myself, good mood, good mood, good mood, good mood. <laughs> that make, make your um, cheek muscles yep. raising up. That, that There's a receptor in the cheek muscles. Yep. The brain's brain actually react to it. Um, secreted dopamine, yep. uh, which is um, happy hormones, and uh, then you get more smiley and yep. you get exercise. Yeah, I can't agree yeah. more. I can't agree more. We're going to have to take another break <laughs> and come straight back. Yo, ciao, Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone, delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over twenty years. Granite. Marble, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone, Granito, Marmo, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone. Thinking stone benchtops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now, 8266-2280. Unique Stone, we won't be beaten. Come on, que stai facendo? Yo, chiama adesso. 
Lo sapevi che l'82% delle persone richiama più facilmente il nome di un'azienda vedendolo scritto su carta che in una pubblicità sui social media? Continua a valorizzare i metodi più tradizionali, toccare e tenere nelle proprie mani biglietti da visita, calendari promozionali, cataloghi. Maria Studio Printing è il tuo partner creativo di stampa e di marketing ideale. Si occupano di graphic design, sviluppo web, gestione di stampa, routing CNC e 3D carving, fotografia commerciale e riprese, offrendo consegne nello stesso giorno o entro tre giorni lavorativi. Maria Studio Printing può portare alla luce i tuoi progetti e crescere la tua impresa è facile. Per saperne di più, chiama l'8352-1268. O'Brien Electrical Adelaide, your local electrical electrician. Service and responsiveness for locally owned and operated businesses, their priority. 263 Sturt Street in the city, right alongside of Radio Italia Uno. Give them a call and speak with their friendly staff. Their number 1300 051 482. When you enter Chiera and Sons Fresh Market and Joanna's Kitchen, it feels just like home. This four-decade young, iconic South Australian business is situated in the Hollywood Plaza, Salisbury. For fresh fruit and veggies, see Tony and Frank and their wonderful staff, offering the finest produce and fine foods. And specials last all year, like the Millel Pecorono cheese, just $15.99 per kilo when you buy the entire wheel. Support a family-owned business. Drop in to their Hollywood Plaza store or call 828-33-155. That's 828-33-15. Welcome to the family. Hi, I'm David Heath. Join me each Saturday afternoon from 2pm until 5pm with Saturday Sports Scoreboard. No matter what your sports passion, we'll be covering it during our three hours together. I'll be crossing to various sporting events, we'll chat with your favourite sports stars and we'll take your calls. Every Saturday afternoon, 2 until 5, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia 1 sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. And again, thank you to all our sponsors. And please support the people who support us. We are a Radio Italia Uno here in Adelaide coming to you on podcast through Happy Business Radio. And thanks to Ron from Podcast City. My special guest today is Takashi. And Takashi has acupuncture clinic at Glenelg in South Australia, and he's been there for over 24 years in the same location. So he's been running a business, which is a virtually a one-man show business. And what's impressive is the way that he keeps on keeping on and the secret to keep on keeping on because so many businesses now, especially during COVID and all these other situations are closing down and you've managed to keep it going nonstop. So good on you. 
Now, Matt, you had a couple of questions that you wanted to raise. Yeah, one was a disappoint that you made that I wanted to expand on. You talked about the celebrity chef that's now delivering pies himself yeah. um, because of COVID, and he's trying to remake himself and adapt to changing market conditions. And it reminds me when I was I was eighteen or nineteen years old. I think it was it was one of my it was like one of my first businesses, and I was out flyering to advertise this is gosh 30 years ago or 35 years ago or whatever it was mm -hmm. and and i was like oh this sucks <laughs> you know and i'm putting out all these flyers and then and i see this other guy putting out flyers too yeah. and i was like oh okay whatever and then the and he's like 40 or something and then i'm like well that sucks that he has to put out flyers and he's 40 years old and he can't get a good job or whatever and then he gets into his Mercedes and he drives away. <laughs> yes. And I went, okay, well, and I thought, okay, well, I guess that means that, you know, you never get to a point where you're too good to do stuff if you want to be successful. That's right. So that was a, yeah. a, a, something that I, le that I learned early. You, you know, you and, picked and up. I just wanted to expand yeah. on that. Now, good point. Very good point. And the fact that you picked and, and, up. I mean, you got to be careful not to major in minor things. You shouldn't always be the guy flyering. Yeah. You know, if you're the owner, but you, you also got to have the attitude that you're not too good to do anything. Yeah. Well, it's funny. And, and I had some questions. Yeah, go Sorry, on. go ahead. Go, 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 go. I had some questions for Takashi about acupuncture, if he, if he doesn't mind. I mean, since that's yeah, yeah. his specialty. Can you tell me a little bit about how acupuncture helps diabetes? And also, I was led to believe years ago that acupuncture is good for fertility as well. Can you give us a little bit of the... A little bit of information about that? So basically, diabetes is pancreas. Pan in Chinese medicine, the pancreas and spleen are sort of same thing, joined. So you do lots of spleen points. And there's in the, in the back, um, in the middle of the spine, that there's point for the, the regulating blood sugar. I put intradermal needles, which is little tiny pin in with the stickers on. So I just put it on, leave it on for a few days. I have uh, several really successful patients uh, in diabetes for a long time. It's just to manage the stable blood sugar levels crucial. So do that and as well as the, the circulation, of course. I've seen people lost the sight overnight. Mm -hmm. I've seen people uh, legs amputated. There's, there's a way to do uh, manage those things. Of course, that what they eat is most crucial. Uh, the blood sugar mm -hmm. is a good way to go. I even heard, I even heard that there's uh, this new device that they, they, you don't have to the pierce uh, any blood, and it's like uh, the watch that, that tells blood sugar or something. Yep. So basically. Yeah. The best thing to do, um, the, po the point is that what we should do is just say to, to Kashi, give us out your address and the name of your, your uh, practice so that uh, anybody wants to look it up, they can look it up or come and talk to you more about it. Yeah, okay. um, it, it's a 5A, 1 Sussex Street. It's 5A, number 1, one Sussex, Sussex Street, Glenelg. Okay, and the name of the business is? Inkido, G-E-N-K-I, yep. Dutch Deal, yep. Acupuncture Clinic. Okay. Genki-do, 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 Genki 
acupuncture acupuncture <laughs> clinic. Yeah. All right. So let's so they, they, one thing though. Yes. Am I, am I going to actually move into Summerton Park in a month or so? All right. Working. Yep. Let you know. Um, but you can look up and website. Well, if they look up Genki Do, if they look up Genki Do, I'm sure that wherever you move to, they'll find you. <laughs> but uh, okay. what what is really interesting is the fact that you have already been there and working there for over 24 years. The fact that you've kept your clients for a long, long period of time. You've got a lot of repeat clients, and yep. it's so important that to to keep the repeat clients because they that that's that your money source that's your bread and butter that's, that's you know that's a, that, that they pay the rent yes yeah yeah and the fact is that it means that you've done the right thing by your clients and and the fact that their family members come you know that's a credit to you that really is so the other thing i just got to say before we go the fact that you're a very keen drummer and i know that you've got <laughs> a two or three or five drum sets <laughs> i know you've got a hundred cymbals <laughs> yeah, but one of them takes up a whole room, <laughs> and I'm talking about a big room. You got you got more symbols than I've seen in an orchestra, and you know, and you got like you know, drums out in the in your garage in your shed, and and I know that you regularly play with the different bands and and uh, jam sessions, and uh, you're a keen jazz musician, you know. And you play a lot yeah, of. Yeah, uh, my fun, fun part. You need to keep up with your fun. That's right. That's right. That's what. That's why I'm mentioning it. The fact is that a, a lot of people work so hard on their business or so hard on that that they don't have any time for themselves. They don't give themselves downtime, or they don't have a hobby. They don't have family time. You know. And and I know mm-hmm. I know one thing for sure. Every time I see your Facebook page, I love watching it because you've got the best sunsets in the world here in Adelaide. And, and you've got the cutest little dogs <laughs> and, you know, your photograph with your dogs and your sunsets are becoming quite notorious, you know. <laughs> so uh, And a lovely wife. Oh, beautiful Faye, of course. <laughs> you know, she's beautiful. But the fact is that uh, on Facebook, I know that we always see your Facebook uh, page and, and uh, the dogs are always featured with a beautiful sunset on or walk on the beach, you know. <laughs> So that's that's important. The, the life balance, as we call it, you know, is important. Yes. And the fact is that you've been working in your business, right, and on your business. And that's what I'm trying to encourage people to do all the time, uh, especially now during lockdown. I mean, you've gone from a five-day week to a, a two-day week, but you see just as many clients in those two days. You, you manage to semi-retire and still work the, the number of mm. hours that you require and still make a good living so you've got a good formula there you know and you've got a balanced life and that's what we're trying to encourage everybody happy business is about being happy at work rearranging your business like you know i always say to people when i consult with people i say look if you could start your business today what would you do different and they rattle off four or five things and i say well why aren't you doing them now and the other thing is you say to people oh if you could start this business again would you and they say no i never start this business again and that, that means that they're not happy in their business. They're not they're not attached to their business. They'd rather, they'd get out if they could tomorrow. You know, uh, most of them would get out today. <laughs> you, know, you know, so it's it's really important. So that's you know, I, I talk to Matt and I talk to other people about this about being happy in business. And some people say, well, I just wanted to be successful. I just wanted to be you know do this and this. And other people say, I just work for the family. And every time I talk to the families, I say we just wanted him home. I would love to have seen him come to the football game one Saturday. 
instead of being interstate or I'd, I would love to see him come to a school play instead of having to work every night. You know, that's, mm. that's what mm. this is about. You know, so I, I admire the fact, Takashi, that you've got this balance in life. Like I say, you've got a, a beautiful wife, you've got a beautiful life, you've got two beautiful dogs, you've got your music and your drums and all that other stuff that you do, as well as you're a very caring person that you help people um, heal and not just with acupuncture, but you're, you're involved in a lot of natural remedies and stuff like that as well that you recommend. So, so tell us, like, what a person who's never come to you what, or gone to an uh, acupuncturist, what are the main things they should come for? What are three or four things that they should come for? Improve their quality of life. Yep. And emotionally, physically, spiritually well, balanced. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's the, more, practically, they, you know, they have symptoms, pain, and to want to be sorted out. Mm-hmm. Especially if people are getting older, you know, they need more maintenance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People realize that, they'll look sick for those services. People still thinking chiropractic, acupuncture, and, and massage is one-time shot. Yeah. For the rest of their life, they won't make it. Yeah. So do you help people, like, lose weight or maintain weight or, or um, even yeah, gain weight? Yeah, I do that, yeah. It's not somehow the, the, the uh, more uh, dietary event, uh, advice in that. Yep. Department. There's a point start in the year. I put needles on, leave them on mm-hmm. for a while. Leave the pellets on the ear points that suppress the appetite. Oh, okay. So you actually put those clips on and leave them on for a period of time. Yeah, about a week or so. Yeah. yeah. So it's... Yeah, you know, falls off in the shower. That's okay. Just you yeah. know, tell them, you know, just make sure that they dispose it right. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, Matt, mm-hmm. did you have any other Kikashi, questions? can you talk? To, can, yeah, no. Kikashi, can you talk a little bit about the difference in Western medicine and Eastern medicine? Where in in Western medicine we focus more on the symptoms and just solving the symptoms. And in Eastern medicine, it takes more of a holistic approach where they're focused on figuring out the problem, uh, the root cause of the problem and solving that and and also taking a more balanced approach or a, a more of a bird's eye view of the whole body and how it all works together. Yeah, Western medicine has a menu yep. or instructions if you get this, it presents this and this and that symptoms, and and, and doctor will go this and this and that testing. You confirmed your label as something something disease, so we give you uh, medication for that. That's the menu. Yeah. So that's all doctors operate on that. Yeah. Um, Eastern medicines more you you see that, that as a person as a whole we see the complexion of cheeks and eyes uh, how much glitter they've got um we take pulses to see if it's vital signs i use the things called diagnosis let us take a break and we'll come back and just finish off on that so let let me just take a a quick break and we'll come straight back (laughs) 
At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, Proprietary Limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Did you know that Podcast City can record your podcast right here in the studios of Radio Italia Uno on our professional recording equipment? Podcast City can also come to your location with our mobile studio. We can record just your audio or work with you to plan, record, edit, and distribute your podcast to your audience. If you would like to find out more and receive a free podcast startup checklist or book a time to record your podcast, call Radio Italia Uno on 8212317 or go to podcastcity.com.au. Podcast City, podcasting the easy way. Hi, I'm David Heath. Join me each Saturday afternoon from 2pm until 5pm for Saturday Sports Scoreboard. If you would like me to host the show live from your sporting event, simply email your request to info at italiauno.com.au. Plus, we'll be announcing a special sporting competition with great prizes to be won. That's Saturday Sports Scoreboard from 2pm every Saturday afternoon on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. Now it's time for a mentoring session with Happy Business Radio. Every week we bring you a little motivational story to uh, just to motivate you and make you inspire. And this week we've asked Matt to do the story. So Matt, over to you. I want to talk today about something near and dear to my own heart. The U.S. space program, specifically the Apollo program, which put men on the moon. In the 1960s, one of the many challenges that the program had, albeit a minor one, was that they needed a pen that could write in space. As you know, pens need gravity to write because the ink needs to flow from the top of the pen down to the paper. The U.S. government spent over $100,000 in 1965 trying to create a pen that would write in the weightless environment of space. Today, that would be equivalent to $1.4 million today. But do you know what the Russians did? They used a pencil. You don't always have to do the impossible. You don't always have to kill yourself to succeed. Don't be a prisoner of linear, limited thinking. Keep it simple. That reminds me of a similar story. The Chrysler LeBaron convertible was one of the best-selling cars in U.S. history. At the time, Chrysler wasn't making a convertible. The chairman of the board, Lee Iacocca, who is credited for bringing Chrysler back from bankruptcy to success, identified a niche in the market, and he wanted a piece of that convertible market. He was told by his team that it would take three years for Chrysler to develop a convertible to compete in the marketplace. His conclusion was to take a car they already had 
and just cut the roof off it. Again, simple. Simple solution to a big problem, and it made his company millions. A recent study on millionaires shows that immigrants are four times more likely to be millionaires than locals. Why is that? Because the immigrants look for reasons to succeed. The immigrants don't know all the reasons that can't be done because they, they haven't lived in that area. They don't know this won't work, that don't work, whatever. They just do it. Remember, look for reasons to succeed, not to fail. Success isn't always easy, but it's usually very simple. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82 123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. And of course, please support the people who support us. Ladies and gentlemen, we want you to support uh, Radio Italia Uno and all our special supporters, all our people that we advertise. That if anybody out there has a product or a service that they want to promote, please get in touch with us now. Get in touch with me here through Radio Italia Uno, and we are giving very, very, very good specials. Between now and Christmas, we're giving away advertising. So let's talk about how we can help you promote your business, your services, your products, whatever you have, and get everybody fired up for Christmas and have a fantastic end of this year. I know it's been tough, and I know a lot of people have had uh, stress, strain, anxiety, and all the rest of it. That's why I've asked my good friend Takashi to come on Takashi is a acupuncturist, and acupuncturists are very, very good if you've got sore neck, sore shoulders, sore back, and most people have sore backs. Working, depression, stress, strain, all these sort of things can be relieved and treated by an acupuncturist. Now, Takashi at the Genkido acupuncturist at Glenelg has been there for over 24 years, basically in the same location and, you know, Takashi, thank you for coming on today. Um, no, thank yeah, you. You've been very good. You've, you've given us some very good information. People with stress, strain, anxiety, all these sort of things can be treated and, and even cured with acupuncture. And, of course, you, if people have diabetes, you can help them to treat their diabetes and, and keep it under control. And the other question that Matt had for you that for, uh, unfortunately you weren't able to hear, but he wanted to know a bit more about Western medicine versus Eastern medicine or Eastern medicine versus Western medicine and the main difference between the two. And uh, he was saying how one treats the actual presenting problem, the other one actually pre- treats the actual problem. <laughs> Is that your, you know? Yeah, actually, as a whole, yeah. So West, did, you, did you get that the Western medicine side? Yeah, go on. Yeah, so Eastern medicine side, more take, I mean, I use things called Hara diagnosis, which is I pull the, the tummy. The tummy represents the, uh, the, the, the condition of the body, whole body, and mm-hmm. one tummy. So especially around the umbilicus, there's the, some stagnation. Then I choose the point to release the, 
to get release the whole we call it blood stagnation in some some part. All right. Then then things get better. Yeah. Yep. So it's a more natural way to do it rather than masking with medication or beta blockers. Things are uh, just cut down the signal, red signal to the brain. It's just mm-hmm. the it's still going, but your brain doesn't feel it. So yeah, that's the point. They they try yeah, and the stop it. They they stop the signal getting to the brain. It doesn't mean it stops the pain. It's just that the pain's not registered. <laughs> so you, right. you, you can actually do more damage in, instead of that's you, right. You know, but look, just give it out your address again because I know that people would be wanting to contact you. And like I said, it's the Genki Do Acupuncture uh, Acupuncture Clinic Clinic at Glenelg. And the, the address is? 5A1 yep. Sussex Street, right okay. opposite police station yep. on Sussex Street. At okay, so it's 5A, number one, Sussex Street, Glenelg. Glen- yeah. That's it. You need, to, you need to call me, though, first. Yes. Yeah, of course. Of course. Ring Genkido, Genkido acupuncturist down at Glenelg. And talk to Takashi, and Takashi will be able to help you set up a time. Now, you're there now two days a week. It's Mondays and Fridays. Is that correct? Yes, yes, right. Okay. So tomorrow, uh, yeah. and number is 8376-8099. Say it slowly again. 8376-8099. Yep, good on you. So by appointment only. So if you want to get in touch with Takashi at the chiropractic clinic at Genkido, Genkido Ac- Acupuncture down at Glenelg. So thank you, Takashi. Thank you for coming on uh, to you. a show. I know it was short notice because we've had to change things around because of the COVID. But anybody have any more questions about it, please, like I say, give me a call. If I can't help you, I know who can or we'll find somebody who can. So anything to do with business, anything to do with being happy, anything to promote your business or getting out of COVID as fast as we can, Give me a call and I'll put you in touch with the right people. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for being thank with you. us. Ron, thank you very much. And Anytime. Our, yep. And our special guest, Takashi, thank you very thank much. You. Say hello thank to you. Faye and we'll thank catch you. you soon. All right? Thank you. Thank right. you. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Until next time. You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.